0: You're listening to another great podcast In the Stoplight Network
1: Okay, so Given that auspicious note I think I could be wrong But I think This is the beginning Of Geekiest Show Ever Episode 163 And tonight It is just Mr. McPeak and myself we're sitting lonely in our man caves <laughs> without Mr. Mark Greentree. He's off you know, for some reason he thinks parenting is more important than doing podcasting. I, I don't know where his values
2: right. are. Yeah, parenting. It's it's a, an idea.
1: It you know, it's it has its purpose in life, but you know, really he just blew us off just because he has you know he doesn't want to let his young children cross the streets by themselves, you know, and all that sort of
2: thing. So although working around children. I do. I will take that back. Parenting is important. Please, people, raise your children not to be little a-holes. Thank you. Public service announcement.
1: That is our PSA for for this episode.
2: As opposed to a P-I-T-A. But anyway.
1: <laughs> that's true. Raising children to not be a P-I-T-A.
2: There you go. That's our PSA.
1: Our P-I-T-A is the PSA for T-O-N-I-G-H-T. How's there you go.
2: Ooh, It's like a bowl of alphabet soup. Uh I spells real good. <laughs> I bet you's done good in school, so. I done did. <laughs> okay. Your English teacher, done must just been pretty f- freaking proud of you there, dude, so, yeah.
1: Oh, I'll tell you a funny story about that. I don't know, maybe I told you this. When I was in high school, I I I hated English class. I absolutely hated it. So I would just barely do enough to get by. Matter of fact, I went so far as to fail a semester of English in high school. And then I got it at uh, 98 the second semester. So it averaged out and I worked out okay for the year. But I just hated it. It was pointless. You know, uh, diagramming sentences. What the hell? I have never used that in my entire life. You know, all this other kind of crap. So I did that. And then when I got to college... I didn't want to take English I put it off, I put it off, I put it off Until I got to the last Oh, I had three semesters Or no, two semesters left And I finally had to take English And I got this lady For an English professor That was a published author Um, She wrote the book Murder on the Trail Mrs. Andrea And she was amazing I mean, she inspired me to write I did all this stuff and I did so well that I got recommended to the National Collegiate English Honor Society. Wow. <laughs> so I take this in to show it to my mother. And I say, look, Mom, I wasn't stupid. I was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> what every
2: parent wants to hear. Yes. Uh,
1: I didn't do it because I didn't have the time to join the National Because Eng- you had to do a lot of extra work to keep up with it. And I was going to school and working you know, during the day. So I just really didn't have the time. Which is good, because the asshole that I got for a professor for the second semester of English, I almost came out of my seat a couple times and wanted to strangle the son of a gun.
2: Bitch, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Not that you have an opinion about this.
1: No, if he'd said, thank God I grew up in the 60s one more time, I swear I was going to beat him in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, 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 and I love his major in college. And so we read all this stuff. His major was English, or Russian literature early 19th or early 20th century Russian literature. That was his major. I take it that was a yet to that. Oh my god. The stuff we read was so dark and depressing because it was written by all these authors during the uh, Russian Revolution. Oh my god. i You know, it, it's the kind of stuff that make you want to... Oh, it was just like, you go to class all happy and joyful and you get done it's like, Oh my god! I need a drink, <laughs> dude. You're depressing
2: me, and I'm just sitting here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been 20 years ago since I took English in college. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's he was he was a real tool if there ever was one. But you know, I made it through. I passed. I got my degree. That was all that mattered. So, but I did like saying that. So uh Mike and I are as i said, are all alone tonight. Mark may jump in, but who knows he's just kind of a he he's just kind of a come hither podcaster at uh, uh oh he say oh never mind he's uh he might join us you never know but um, i had a, a something I always thought was fun first of all though, I do want to extend a big thank you out to uh uh Allison sheridan and a congratulations tonight Allison marked her five hundredth episode of the nosilocast, that is a huge accomplishment.
2: Yes, especially considering that sausage-making operation she has going there. To try and get it out every week and not lose her, uh, her mind is really quite... Uh, uh, a feat in itself, and then to have to get but you know, you know to be serious to get the information together to do all the stuff to produce it to do uh, do a live broadcast in front of people and make your mistakes in front of people and uh, and all this other stuff and to, for five hundred episodes, uh, what is that in uh, in real time almost about nine years or something like that
1: yeah, she said um, tw- two thousand five is when she started, so almost exactly. Uh, 10 years I think I can't remember the date that she started so it's yeah that's just truly amazing
2: yeah, and you know, uh, I sent uh, a uh, audio file, and I wasn't able to listen to tonight's episode because other podcasting things came up. But I sent in a file, and I understand Kevin sent in a file, and I haven't heard his yet. But you know, I, I, I thanked her because if it wasn't for me going into the chat room and being exposed to Kevin and to Julie and a few other people, um, I wouldn't be sitting here right now doing this. And some of you people are going darn. I wish I could invent that time machine and go back and change things. <laughs> But uh, I, I credit her for me being here and doing these podcasts and, you know, allowing me to do this stuff and, you know, uh, finding a whole bunch of different people. Uh, as I said in my uh, 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 file that I sent in, I finally found my tribe, those people that I can relate and understand and, and deal with. So,
1: Yeah, that was... Like uh- my- no, like you. No, we don't deal with you. We just tolerate you. I said, and, Tribe, not uh-huh.
2: insane asylum.
1: <laughs> and there he is, Mister Mark Greentree, who did decide to join us after all.
3: Well, you know, guys, I, I thought I'd better put in an appearance because I haven't been
1: here for ages. Yeah, you. That's true. You haven't, and and it's 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 just awful the way you treat us. We're like, you're... I
3: know. And the problem is, I've got to hand up on you in half an hour and get going and pick up my kids too. So. Uh... Snap to it. Let's get the conversation rolling.
1: Well, we were we were we already have so yeah, we already had. You're the little <laughs> pooper. Yeah, you're the you're pooping all over us. The uh, <laughs> we were just talking about congratulating Allison, She recorded her 500th episode. That's awesome. So yeah, um, that's
3: impressive. Five, I've got to say, 500 episodes of anything is <laughs> just an achievement. I mean, Apple should give awards to podcasters that achieve 500 episodes. I don't know what type of award, but like a five hundred dollars iTunes gift voucher or something to say thank you. This is awesome. You're building our community on iTunes.
1: Yeah, no, it it was amazing. Well, my, and Mike and I both sent in recordings. She played Mike's and then mine, and we mentioned uh, uh, that, or we mentioned that if it were not for her show, this show and this combination here would not exist. Uh, as we know, yeah, that's
3: shocking. <laughs> so Allison's to blame. She's to blame. For this train wreck, nice. <laughs> yeah,
1: and she she was very kind. She mentioned our show and all that, and uh, uh, but it was it was it, it was an amazing. Allison and Steve are very very dear friends. I consider them very close friends. Uh, so if any of our listeners haven't listened to the No Cast, please go over and subscribe because it hasn't. Or so, oh, that hurts every time I do that. So you slight to Grab, and twist, Kevin. <laughs> I tried that and I did it twice already. Now I've got it cha- now I'm chafed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, 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 what's that Chinese, Chinese carpet burn? Or you know how you get two hands on the arm and you you go in different directions and you give like this oh, skin in the, burn? Up in, in,
1: in this country, they call it an Indian Indian burn.
3: There you go. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, my yeah, apologies to native. Him. My apologies to the Native Americans out there, but that's what they called it when I was in school. So yeah, but uh, yeah, very, very many congratulations. And while I'm at it, I also want to send out a huge thank you to Dorothy. Yam- no, not to you, asshole. <laughs> 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 to to Dorothy Yamamoto. After hearing me rant on and on and on about the stupid iTunes. And twelve um, at and, and twelve crap and how angry the red icon makes me. Dorothy kindly designed me a nice mellow kind of blue green icon that's very calming, even though iTunes twelve still pisses me off.
2: <laughs> but
1: anyway, I'll 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 chill out for now. But, but thank you, for, Dorothy. For, no.
3: for a man that doesn't use well doesn't have a lot of music, you sure are fired up about iTunes.
1: Well, they've made it like next to impossible for people doing podcasting or that listen to a lot of podcasts to find the stuff and actually sync it. I don't listen to podcasts on my phone. I don't use Downcast. I don't use any of that stuff. I build a playlist at the beginning of the week, and then I update it midweek with all the stuff, and I sync it to my iPod Nano. Has no way to do it any other way, but that's what I like. That's my workflow. That's what I want. Thank you, Apple, for screwing my workflow tremendously and making it twice as hard to add stuff. And not only that, I found out this week, I, you know, I thought, well, Christmas is coming up. And everybody knows I have an affinity for Christmas. And, yes, I do love oh, I do love Christmas music. So I thought, okay, in between each podcast, I'll sprinkle in a Christmas carol. <laughs> I thought, you know, cheer it up a little bit. You know, that, that's kind of nice. So I put the podcast in in between, set the playlist up, great. It frickin' won't sync with the, it'll either put the podcast or the music. I can't mix the two together. Why the hell can't I mix the two together in a playlist? It's not video, it's just a podcast and a piece of music. But you can't do it anymore.
3: You know, Kevin, I'll I'll say this much. I think we're going to see the end of podcasts being managed through iTunes sometime in in the near future, probably the next couple of updates that they do, major updates, that is. Uh, Apple's never really pushed podcasts in the way they should. I mean, they are the, the one base where podcasts sort of originated and and is is where everyone goes for it. But as you said, there's no love in iTunes for it. And I think that's a a key issue moving forward that they're just they're not going to support certain things that are now becoming legacy. Uh the pod podcast in many ways probably heralds its name from from iPod or iPod borrowed it from podcasting. Uh because of course there were webcasts before. And um but you know this whole iPod type thing—it's it's dying. It, it's going. I mean, Apple killed the iPod Classic, which I think most of us were disappointed to hear. Um, there's just it, there's no update in the last two years for the iPod range. Not even the iPod um, Touch. you no. you think that they, they keep that up to date? They just—they they
1: did, just, they did do a minor—they did a minor tweak to the Touch, but it was a very minor tweak. Uh, they updated. Was it the camera or something like that? The front-facing camera. Uh,
3: no the what happened with that one from memory was that the entry level was seriously gimped uh, the entry level didn't even have the rear camera or something like that it, it was really bizarre the sixteen gig had next to no features um and then they decided to add those features in and reduce the price point but they didn't actually release a right, new right. iPod touch and they didn't modify the the iPod nano nor did and they've never done anything with the shuffle uh, i mean the the memory and so forth storage is so cheap now i don't know why they can't release like a a 64 gig shuffle it's absolutely perfect it's it's clips onto you take it everywhere it sounds reasonable it doesn't sound too bad and if you could have all that capacity that'd be absolutely fantastic but they they just don't do that it's it surprises me that they're still stuck at two gigabytes
1: yeah, I, that, it is strange. My shuffle, and I've had it for eons, is a two-gigabyte shuffle. So yeah.
3: Apple, well, Apple just doesn't like music, doesn't like podcasts. I, I think what's killed those industries, in my opinion, is apps. They see that they make a fortune with apps. They make a lot more money. It's easier. Um, I, podcasting, they make nothing on, and now they, they don't hold any of the podcasts or us podcasters have to house and host our own shows. Uh, but they make no money, so there's no reason to keep adding new features for podcasts or, or podcasters or podcast listeners because, well, why bother? We don't make any money from it. The only thing they make from it is maybe a bit of residual where someone's in iTunes and they go, oh, well, how about we have a look over here and see what movies or TV shows there are as well. But I I think really that it's the App Store that's done damage to everything in in iTunes. It's just – it's
2: ruined it in my opinion. I wonder if they're going to do anything with the uh, iPod line, uh, if they're going to try and start folding that stuff into the Apple Watch. Cause I could see like the shuffle going away, uh, you know, and putting that in a watch, uh, that kind of functionality, I think could live in the watch. They gotta get, you know, they gotta get the size down. They gotta get storage in that thing. But this is a, an entry. This is their first foray into it. I'm sure they're going to be making, uh, uh, improvements as they go along. And I could just see them doing away with certainly the shuffle, putting it in the watch. I don't know if they would necessarily do the touch, um, but or even the nan, well, the nano I could m- maybe see going in there. But doing away with at least those two, and then just getting it into the watch and getting people to buy the watch and a phone combination, they make their money on hardware. I think that's mm-hmm. what's gotten them where they are at. And if the, you could convince people that they need to wear, uh, you know, a music player on their wrist, and have it connect with their phone for connectivity, um, I could see something like that happening.
3: Yeah, it would have to definitely be Bluetooth, I think, uh, because I I can just imagine sort of walking or people running. I I mean, you you see people running sometimes with the the band where they put their iPhone or iPod Touch on their arm, even the the Nano, you can do that. And that's not too bad because the arm in movement from the shoulder and and with the, the headphone cable doesn't move that far. But on the wrist... You, you can stride yeah. and it actually goes out a fair way. So, that and maybe that's what they'll do with the Beats acquisition as well. Is maybe they'll they'll modify some of the Beats headphones, or I, I'm, I mean, I don't even know. Maybe there are even some Bluetooth Beats headphones out there that maybe aren't over here but are in here. I'm, I'm honestly not too sure because I haven't paid enough attention, but perhaps that is what they'll do. But then at the same time, it would still be managed maybe through the iPhone's uh, podcast app because from what I understand, you can't do a lot on the the Apple Watch itself. Like, There's not going to be a lot of storages. It's going to be a device that links in to the iPhone and it, it needs that connection. So it, it's kind of, it, with that argument, then it's kind of superfluous to then have shuffle functionality uh, other than linking back to the the iphone uh, like to to put the shuffle in in the apple watch
1: well the that would just be a horrible thing for me because i don't i don't see and i do don't want an apple watch at this point in time it strikes me as a device that that I don't
3: want one because you said you were going to send hearts to me and you know draw hearts and I was just send little
1: heartbeats to and- I was gonna send <laughs> little heartbeats to you and and other things that beat. But you know that was
2: <laughs> Oy.
1: <laughs> Oy. boy, uh, oh boy, but uh, no, I I don't know. It just I I don't know. I I wear a regular watch. It tells time. I don't want that. I want my if I want anything, I want my phone to do it more. Because I only have a sixteen gig phone. I have to manage it. I, I don't know if you heard last week when I talked about declaring accidental podcast bankruptcy, Mark. Uh, I accidentally launched the iTunes podcast app or the uh, Apple podcast app on the phone. Mm-hmm. It started sucking down the podcast because it had my links to iCloud and all that stuff. So it pulls all that in. So I went there and said, oh, I don't want all that shit on my phone. So I deleted it. Well, it also deleted it out of iTunes. So I had to go in and resubscribe to the podcast.
3: You know what, it's a a good way to clear it. But look, I must admit, it it is clunky. It is not user-friendly anymore. I've been saying this about Apple for a long time now, that it's no longer, it just works. They have seriously killed that motto. It doesn't just work. There's multiple problems with multiple aspects of every single Apple product out there. Now, some are really minor and don't, really apply or or cause problems to 99 percent of people but then there's some major ones that are just like really why just either kill it and move on or stick with it and 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 run with it i mean the the first death knell for for podcasting was when they changed garage band and they they changed the way and i'm still running the old version of garage band because there's absolutely no way I want to use the new one because podcasters unanimously say, no, we, we can't work with that. It, it's completely different. And I think Apple's got this thing recently where they're making change for change for the sake of change. They're not necessarily, like, yeah, they, they're bringing in new features, but it, it's like Microsoft Office. You go and you use Word 10 years ago. You go and you use Word today. And it's the familiar layout, yeah? More buttons and more customization, more functionality. But you kind of know where everything is and where it should be. It doesn't radically change to where it's a completely new product that you have to relearn and retrain yourself on. And we've seen that with iWork. They've come out new applications that have some cool new features, but then they took away valid features before. And I'm just not a, a person who believes in... Take it away for the sake of it, and maybe if enough people, you know, kick up a stink about it, then yeah. we'll bring it back in. That's just bad business, and I'd prefer to run the, the Microsoft bandwagon where they release beta products all the time.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I don't like that model either, so, you know, it is what it is, but I, I, I do hate to it. And, and like I said, I, I was thanking uh, Dorothy for fixing things for me to at least make it more palatable on my screen
2: anyway. <laughs> Yeah. We don't need you angry, Kevin. We need mellow, yeah. Kevin. We need mellow, Ten. Kevin.
3: Even stuff like that, changing the logo. It's like why? We all know what it is. We all know where it is. We've been using it for years. And and they go and they have someone there wasting their time changing the logos or making the icons look slightly different for the update. And that's a feature these days. Oh, we've made the doc look. Clearer, or you know, we've we've done something that's like, yeah, what can that do for me? Absolutely nothing,
1: yeah. Where where is, as I like to say in business, where is the value add? What is the value add proposition here? And the value add proposition is everybody gets to say, oh, it's flat. Well, you know, I got bad news when I've looked at the dock in Yosemite, and I like the I like my dock. It reminds me a lot of OS 10.3 and 10.4. Like, why did you what, go- what, what, What's
3: that term? What's new? What's, what's old, old is, is new again. It's new again. And and I've kind of done this to a certain extent, I must agree. Um, and it, it does, because... It was like, oh well, we can have three D, you know, and, and we've got all this graphics power now, so they throw that in, and then it's like, you know what? No, we're going to make it flat and make it glass like. Honestly, I think Johnny Ive needs to go back and design a new product rather than fiddling with the design of the way the the Mac looks and and works. And I, I just I get tired of it. I just I don't want glossy. The Mac already looks glossy enough. I, I I'll be quite honest, guys. I um. I'm starting to really enjoy the way Windows 8 looks with the, the different uh, interactive uh, squares. What, 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 what do they call the, the interactive tiles. tiles? I actually like that because it provides you with some valid information uh, that, that's in view all the time. I mean, okay, I've got email here. Well, in the doc it says I've got three email messages. I don't know who they're from, and I've got this stupid little notification that comes in all the time, and then the notification, you turn it off, but then it turns itself back on tomorrow. You can't permanently turn it off. It's like, I don't want notifications. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to edit audio. I'm trying to write a book. I'm trying to play Minecraft. I do not want (laughs) goddamn notifications coming through on my Mac. And... I, I just, I, I don't want that kind of stuff. It's like, I understand that some people do, and that's great, but give me the permanently off switch. Stuff like that. It's just, it's not user-friendly anymore. It's just not nice.
1: Well, it's, again, it's change for the sake of change. sake, as True. I said last, you know. It, well, it, see, it, they're,
3: they're, they've, they've come into a bad situation where they're updating too frequently. They yeah. really are. Just, it, it's like, okay, this yearly cycle, or, you know, yearly 18-month cycle, too much. Stick with something two years and then major, major update. Um, don't, we, we don't need yearly updates. Whether they're free or paid, it doesn't make any difference. We just do not need yearly updates. What we need is more security fixes, more stability, and make what you've got great. I mean, by the time we get to the next operating system, the operating system that we've been using for 12 months has finally just become solid. Yeah. And it's like I, I don't really want to go to the next level. Yeah. And I, I'm one of these idiot early adopters, which I know that most people are, probably including you guys. And let, let, let's, clarif- listeners. Let's,
1: let's clarify that. The early adopter and you being an idiot are two separate issues.
3: <laughs> well, I, okay, I'll pay that. I'll pay that. Plus, we won't get sued that way. That works. Okay. Um, but, you know, look, we're crazy. We, we update stuff perhaps before we should you know we think oh yeah it'll be fun we know what we're doing and then we kind of live and regret it and i mean I, gretel's iphone was one example it cost me a thousand dollars to buy her a new iphone because i said oh look you know I'll update you to ios 8 on an iphone 4s oh she's never complained about an iphone so much And you know, she would never complain before on ios 7 and even though Apple released this update that, oh, it makes it faster on iPhone 4S, that's a load of bullshit. It didn't make it faster. It was exactly <laughs> the same. Stupid, didn't they? The kids' iPads, which are iPads, iPad 2s, wow, they're much faster. So it worked on the iPad but not on the iPhone anyway. So I said, oh, look, I'll, you know, for a Christmas present, I'll, I'll get you the, the new iPhone 6 Plus and uh, – yeah, so that cost me, you know, th- honestly, $1,000 because we buy them outright, and it was $999 plus a, a $50 case, and it's like, oh, jeez. All because Apple has to keep changing stuff all the flipping time. Yeah. I and mean... and honestly, the iPhone still looks like a Fisher-Price toy. I know I keep saying that, but I hate it. It's like, if you're going to do something, please get these dragging fucking little app icons out of my way with curved little edges and oh guys I, I think I need to I, I need a Windows phone I, look, I, I I love what Microsoft is doing at the moment I know that's against everything and Mike's looking at me really strange he's going what the hell is going on about look the thing is yeah Mike, Mike <laughs> this guy's crazy he's doing all the finger movements now Kevin's
2: joining in <laughs> But well you know to be fair I mean i've got a windows computer here it's got uh, it's windows eight point one it's got the tiles yeah, yeah, I do kind of like the tiles, but you know I, I guess i'm an old um, you know we've gone down this this road before i'm kind of old in my thinking sometimes. I go back to the classic desktop um, and, but I do go to the, the tiles sometimes to launch some things, but and it, it is kind of interesting. I, do, I will give Microsoft credit for trying something different there with doing the tiles. And it was a certainly a different interface because uh, a lot of people went, you know, they were various variations of the iPhone and everything. So they did do something interesting there. And, and I do, um, like I say, I do use my windows computer sometimes f- uh, for a little bit more than just playing games. And, um, I don't know. The iPhone interface doesn't bother me. Uh, I haven't tried a Windows phone, uh, you know, to really see if I would like it or not. My daughter has one, but she won't let me play with it. Probably a good thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Dad, don't break the phone. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of, and I've never been, I've always been platform agnostic. I'll play with anything that you sit down there mm-hmm. in front of me. And the uh, when they updated um uh, OS X or OS uh, 10. Um, I thought it kind of looked like uh, the KDE desktop in the Linux world there. And, and that's not a bad thing. I kind of like the way it looks. But, uh, yeah, I, I am getting a little frustrated, and I've, I've made mention of it before. My MacBook Pro over here is you know, having starting to have the graphics issue. The top keyboard doesn't work. It's going to cost me about $400 just to fix the keyboard, well, at that point, I might as well buy something new, and I'm just using it as a desktop now. But you know, it's just been uh, things like that that it it is kind of starting to be a little worrisome about things. So,
1: yeah, yeah,
3: it, it is. And and look, the the big problem I've got with iOS is whether you've got an iPad or whether you've got an iPhone. You have zero information on the home screen. So when you unlock your device, you've got zero information. You've got all these apps, but it tells you nothing. Yes, it tells me I've got two emails and one Skype message and two Facebook messages. But it does not give you a heads-up view on, on what the weather is, for instance. Oh, yeah, the, the date will change and be right. And I have the little clock icon. That's cute. It moves around the correct time. But you don't get any information. You've got to either pull down the notifications or whatever from the the top and or you've got to go into an app and and this is just too many steps to get to the basic information that i want the information i want is that the phone buzzes me and i go oh okay kevin sent me a message uh he's on skype okay i'll load skype and and get on or uh you know kevin sent me a message uh you know stuff that i don't want to talk to him today so i'll ignore him <laughs> but so i i can't do that because I've got to, on, on the iOS device, I've got to go into the app to see what it is or pull down the notifications from the, the lock screen. It's like, uh, it's just, it's clunky. I don't want that. I um I love the iPhone because it links in with my Mac because I love the Mac, but I, I really am looking for something else. If I wasn't so locked into the Apple ecosystem, I could definitely see myself going Windows 8. And the only reason why I don't have a Windows Eight phone, for instance, is purely because Gretel would kill me. She doesn't like me having multiple things. I'm lucky to have one phone, and and that's it. If I had two phones, she'd be like, "Why do you have two phones? What's the point?" Especially when I don't call that many people. It's you know, I do Skype calls,
1: but
2: I don't use the phone functionality. Well, you know, to be honest, I came this close to um, over uh, Black Friday and I don't know, maybe the deal is still going on, to buying a uh, Amazon Fire phone because they had Ooh. dropped the unlocked price down to $200 for a 32-gig phone. And I was just toying with the idea of buying it strictly as a uh, iPod replacement yep. because it's cheaper than a 32-gig iPod. It's got a better camera on it. Uh, it had a few other features. Uh, you'd have to run it through uh, Wi-Fi, um, you wouldn't be able to use 3G, but, you know, that's not terrible. Um, I'm getting more into the Amazon world now because um, with their cloud drive for dropping stuff in there, and I uh, Amazon Prime members now have unlimited photo storage. So between that, uh, their Prime music that you can listen to, you know, uh, unlimited uh, stuff, they have all these perks through Prime, and uh, I wasn't going to get rid of the iPhone, but I thought, you know, even if I just bought it... Uh, it was unlocked and bought it as an ipod replacement and uh, the screen is pretty good i mean i think it's pretty close i want to say it's pretty close to an iphone screen uh, as far as quality goes i believe um Mm. and so and it just had a few things there and i yeah i almost did it but i thought now i don't need to be there's other things i can and should be spending my money on and maybe we'll get to that a little later in the podcast here but um you know, like I say, I came that close to just getting the Fire Phone because, as a phone itself, I don't know if it was horribly compelling, but just some of the other features it had as a replace iPod replacement, uh, it, it uh, almost caught my attention.
1: Well, I can yeah. uh, I can understand that because I've, I mean, I do carry two phones. I have a, a an Android phone, but, and but I,
3: that's for work purposes, though, isn't it, Kevin? It's not just for fun purposes.
1: Right, I split them up because of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I carry two phones, and it's okay. I, it doesn't it doesn't bother me that I have to carry two phones. Um, but I am somewhat platform agnostic too. Um, I was a longtime Windows user and switched over to the Mac full time seven, eight, almost eight years ago. Now, I had dabbled with the Mac. I dabbled with Linux. Uh, played with Windows and. I just got sick and tired of fighting Windows is what it amounts to. And that's probably the one thing that will keep me always with the Mac is I, I don't have to fight the Mac as much. Yeah, I, I mean,
3: said. look, in, in, in all honesty, you still do have to fight Windows. It's still not as user-friendly as seamless. Yeah. Um, it, you know, there, there are benefits, but there's also letdowns. And it's the letdowns that I think I agree with you on that I, I just don't want to be considering you know, going for a machine that I've got to micro manage as much, and uh, yeah. But I, look, I, I still, I still like. I, I'm, I'm actually planning to expand Namp. Well, not expand expand Namp, but introduce some new podcasts under the Namp banner next year.
1: Ah.
3: And uh, there might there might be another Microsoft podcast in there somewhere. Ah.
1: And speaking of Microsoft, uh, Mark was not part of the pre-game. Uh, pre-game, jeez, listen to me.
3: <laughs> no, but I, I've got to go and get ready to to get the kids. But you know what? Keep that in mind, Kevin, because I've got headphones. I've got the iPhone. I'll tell you when I'm ready. When I've walked out the door, you call me back and we continue the conversation.
1: Okay, fair enough.
3: That, that's if you want. If you guys want to put up with me,
1: we will for the sure. s- for the listeners' if, sake.
3: Sure. Uh, the listeners love me, don't they? Yes.
1: No, it's just nice to have an I'd ask Australian on the show. <laughs> it keeps us off balance. So,
3: so nice. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I spin the right way around.
1: Yeah, your toilet does. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll pick you up in a bit. Back in about five. All right. Okay. Bye. So now we can tell Mark's real truth. Mark's not a real person, he's an artificial intelligence. No. <laughs>
2: Well, if that's artificial intelligence, I think they have some work to go there. But
1: well, that's that's why the singularity will never <laughs> will never help because that's what it is. It's Mark GreenTree, folks. That is the singularity. We hope it's single, anyway. Yeah, we do. We do. We, we sincerely <laughs> hope it's only one. Uh, we we don't need multiples of those. Um excuse me uh so the one thing we were gonna we're gonna get into when and when mark comes back on but we'll uh mike and i were talking in the pre-show both he and i and i think for different reasons uh are starting to lust a little bit after a new piece of hardware and in this case it happens to be the same piece of hardware
2: Ooh,
1: yeah yeah we're lusting in the right direction i think or the okay. same direction
2: yeah well and what got me started was well um And i got to get my shameless plug in here for my other podcast. I just got done recording um, uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk a few minutes before we started doing this one. And the episode we did tonight was on the movie Halo 4 Unto Dawn, which is a movie based on the Halo game for Xbox. Well, as we're doing all this, uh, as we're going through and uh, talking about the show and Julie, Jeff, and I, and none of us are console gamers. Uh, Julie and Jeff do uh, World of Warfare and that kind of stuff. My foray into gaming is like Civilization and um, SimCity, those kind of games. You know, probably not what uh, some of these people call real games. But... um, as we're going through and talking about this movie and everything, we're kind of going, hey, you know, and all the the depth and the width of uh, to this Halo story uh, that for this game uh, on the Xbox, we're kind of thinking. Boy, you know, maybe uh, I sort of started thinking about getting an Xbox One, and I've i kind of thought on and off about about it at different times. I'm not a run and sh- a shoot uh, gamer type of person, but um, you know, just looking at this story, it, it it sort of compelled me. I know the Xbox will do other things besides just playing games. You can hook it to your TV. You can pipe your cable through it because I am kind of looking for, I guess, the one box to rule them all when it comes to entertainment uh, because it will run your cable TV. But then it also has apps on it, so you can do Netflix, you can do Hulu, you can do all that kind of stuff. You put the connect in there with the voice commands, and I understand that's still a little – it's not exactly where it should be, but it's getting better. And you start doing all of that. And you know maybe you've got yourself uh, an entertainment device to put in your your living room there. Um, and like I say, we, uh, just by going through this, uh, uh, that movie tonight and uh, and all this stuff, now I'm thinking a little bit harder. I've been pulling up a few pages here and looking at prices and kind of going, hmm, how much do I want to? How much stress do I want to put on my credit card?
1: Yeah, there's um, there's actually several bundles out at least here in the United States uh, as we record this. I did put out the tweet. I don't know Back beginning of the week I think Uh, We're recording on December 7th Uh, Oh, quick note there December 7th, this is the 73rd anniversary Of the attack on Pearl Harbor Uh, A day which will truly Live in infamy Because it took the United States Into World War II It was a, a, a Truly auspicious day I guess is the right term to use But um uh, just a quick thank you out there to the veterans of the, the World War II uh, on both sides for what they did for their country. So, But anyway, um, what I was going to say was, uh, you know, we're recording this on December 7th. I looked at uh, a couple bundles, and I, I tweeted out there, and I got a reply back from who else but Tim Chatton. Hello, Tim. Uh, and both uh, Mr. Green Tree uh, for a recommendation. I was thinking Xbox One, PS4, which way do I want to go? I was leaning towards Xbox One. They reiterated that, and I know Tim, being a much heavier gamer than I am, uh, said it was a good bundle. There's the bundles out there. The uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare bundle uh, is out there for I think it's four twenty nine right now. You get the game. Uh,
2: uh, let's see a- on the Xbox site. If you want just without the Connect, the Xbox Assassin Creed bun- Unity bundle is three forty nine. If you want to connect with the Assassin's Creed Unity bundle, that's 449.
1: But what about the Call of Duty Modern Warfare bundle? Do you see that
2: there? Oh, I ah, see. No, that's no all they've got here is the Assassin's Creed. I wonder where there's more deals here. Well, I was
1: I, I was looking at this on places like GameStop, EB Games and uh, Walmart, Best Buy, places like that. Had these bundles. Most of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare bundles were sold, uh, but you could still get the uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag uh, Unity uh, bundle, and I actually saw that for three twenty nine in a couple of places, so twenty dollars off what they're saying on the Xbox site.
2: Well, you see, if I did it, uh, I'm kind of the person go big or go home, and so I'm thinking uh, I would probably get the uh, Connect. Because, um, I've heard a few people talk about, um, uh, the voice recognition where you can say Xbox and tell it to do different things. And it's like, I say, it's not, it, it has some, uh, uh, it has ways to go yet there, but, uh, to be able to talk to your uh, computer and have it like turn on the TV or do some things like that. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, that'll just continue to get better, but, uh I think I would probably go with that one, um. And, yeah, if I could come up with a, uh, a, um, um no. Yeah, not one either. of those. Yeah, 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 yeah one of those. Whatever movie it was we were just <laughs> talking about. Halo. There Halo. we go. A Halo bundle uh, like that. I mean, that would be sweet. Uh, I see that. And they do have uh, the Halo game bundle, not bundled with a uh, device. But yeah. they've got uh, the Master Chief collection, which I think is,
1: uh. It's all the uh, games remastered.
2: Yeah. Um. And so, and that was for like $59 or something like that. But, you know, I'm starting to look at that and starting to look at the whole, you know, like Xbox Ecosphere. Because, like I said, I already got my Windows 8 computer. Uh, The other day, uh, Xbox Music had, uh, and they still got some uh, uh, things going on, but the other day they were giving away like free music. They had 100 100 free albums, and some of them were pretty good. They had like the Eagles Long Run, a couple Led Zeppelin albums in there. It wasn't like they had just, you know, bottom of the uh, leftover records that they had left or whatever. Um, and they had some pretty good ones on there. And then they were selling box sets for $2. So I got the complete Led Zeppelin box set for $2. They had uh, Eagles for uh, the Eagles studio editions for $2. Um, so they had some stuff like that. So that's kind of sucked me in a little bit. Uh, I already use uh, the, um, um, Xbox uh, or no the uh, onedrive i 'm using that to an extent um, i've threatened to use Microsoft OneNote once in a while i haven 't got around to doing that yet but uh, you know i'm kind of dancing on the periphery of some of this stuff and um, if I can get um, you know um, if I got the Xbox and then could tie more stuff into it you know I might I, uh, they got um, Xbox music you can um, unlimited downloads and listen you if you subscribe to that. So yeah, I'm starting to get a little sucked into the Xbox world here.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I like the Xbox uh, I mean, the one thing I would use it for would be one I'd use it as a Blu-ray player because I don't have a Blu-ray player. Right. Um, I would like to play Call of Duty. That was one of those games that I enjoyed a, a whole lot was Call of Duty. Uh, and it's fun to uh, go around and shoot things. I'd like to be able to go back and I wish some of the old versions of Call of Duty would run on the new hardware. But, you know, one of the things that you would truly like uh, on uh, Xbox One is the uh, fact you can play Minecraft on it.
2: Yes, I know. And actually, um, my uh, daughter's boyfriend has, um, I think it's an Xbox 360, and he actually worked for a company that contracted, um, uh, did phone support for, Microsoft, he actually w- did support calls for Xbox. He doesn't work there anymore, but so I've been, uh, and that's where I think I first saw my got my first taste of Minecraft was watching my daughter play it on their, their Xbox there. So I am aware of that, and that would be, and I don't know that it's, I don't think it's quite the same as the computer version of Minecraft, but it's still pretty good, and you can still play it. And I think that would be fun and interesting to do. So there's all these kinds of things there. And like, say, if I can get that, that one box to rule them all that I could set in the living room and that my wife could, you know, hopefully it would be easy enough for her to use to watch TV uh, and then maybe bring up apps because you can do Hulu, Netflix, um, uh, a whole host of your, you know, your internet uh, entertainment apps on there. So if I could get that one thing that you could, uh, you know, play games on watch TV, be a Blu-ray player because, yeah, I don't have a Blu-ray player. I don't have any Blu-ray discs, but I don't have a Blu-ray player either. Uh, And so if I could have that thing that would kind of, you know, encompass uh, quite a bit of what I want to do, it's starting to look real interesting.
1: Yep, and uh, if people are wondering what the extraneous noises are, they're not. Mike and I didn't have chili or anything tonight. It was—it's uh, our mobile podcasting partner, Mr. Green Tree, is back on with us. Are you there, Mr. Mark? I
3: sure am. You gotta love doing this, don't you? <laughs> I think it's absolutely fantastic.
1: It is. I mean, you're mobile. You can give us traffic and weather reports. You know. Well, I,
3: I, I got to tell you, we've got dark clouds and stones of rain. I brought me brilly, so uh, hopefully
1: I'll be right for the next twenty minutes.
2: Whatever you said, dude. Yeah,
1: what, brilly. Oh, umbrella, umbrella. Oh, okay. All right. Now I figured it out. I had to translate from Australian to English. Well, hold on a sec. What do you guys call an umbrella? An umbrella. That's that's what I said. An umbrella. But, no, you said brelly uh, brolly No, you shortened a, it. I didn't. I did. We don't a, shorten it. A
3: slam it. for an umbrella. I mean, you guys
1: should. You guys should. You guys
3: use too many big words. No, <laughs> we we use a cacophony of perfectly fit words. Ah, uh, cool. Now listen, I, I I take it I came in on Mike talking about the Xbox One.
1: Yes. yes. Mike and I both yeah. are lusting after an Xbox One.
3: So am I. I, um, I definitely want to get one. And, um, you know, I've had PlayStation before. I've had the, all three of the previous generations, the original Vita. They're cool, but the new one, I don't know. I'm just not digging it. The, the game titles aren't there that I'm that interested in. And more importantly, I can't play music CDs on it. So it's a no-brainer because if I bought one, it would replace my current Blu-ray player, which I can, of course, play music CDs on. So, yeah, Xbox One all the way for me. Games look good. Um, Functionality's there, there's absolutely no doubt. And Tim Chatton, um, you guys may have mentioned it. he um, was talking about it being used as, as like a HDMI hub so you can connect like the Apple TV into it so that, you know, you can use it as a central media center, se- uh, if you will.
1: Well, that would Almost assume... a
3: bit like an amplifier kind of thing.
1: Yeah, the only problem is he he mentioned that, and I, I was mentioning too about our little uh uh Twitter conversation on the topic, and mm-hmm. I said, you know, I, I I was leaning that way. You two convinced me that if I'm going to go, that's the way I'm going to go. But well, so
3: I'm I'm out of HDMI ports on my TV now, so I'd have to hook one of my other HDMI inputs into the back of the Xbox and then run it that way.
1: Well. And I'm—I actually do have an HDMI switch I put on the television, so I'd have more HDMI ports. Um, and that's—I've got just—you just, just got to be
3: careful with those switches. Sometimes they don't uh, run the the correct version for
1: the hardware you've got. Well, that's—I've got one free one, and I'm going to free up another one because I think I'm going to get rid of my Chromecast. I don't like it anymore. Oh. <sighs> oh. Yeah, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a you know, little too you know creepy.
3: It, it's good if you've got a an Android or you know device but it doesn't do anything on its own does it?
1: No other than I can open uh, if I have if I'm using Chrome as my browser and something's on the browser and I want to throw it up to it I can do that but I've got so many smart devices that can stream stuff. It's kind of pointless at this point for me. you know mm-hmm. I got it cheap I'll clear it I'll sell it to somebody else cheap and somebody else can have fun with it. I'm done. But that's,
3: that's, that's what I do sometimes is just, you know, you don't like it and don't just let it sit there and die. Sell it on eBay or whatever your local uh, sort of get rid of stuff online thing is and uh, and get some money back and buy the next toy.
1: Yeah, well, that's like I said, I, I've got my uh, uh, Amazon Fire TV stick. Mike got one too, and uh, I want to hook that up because I think I'm more into the Amazon, like he is, ecosphere, so I can mm-hmm. see me doing more with that. And uh, that's also why I think the Xbox One would be good. It's kind of that alternate view of the world. I'm I'm becoming less and less Google-centric with a lot of things. So,
2: Well, if I got the Xbox, I think it would replace the Roku that I have on the TV upstairs. I I did get the Fire Stick. I got that hooked up. That's on the TV in the uh, kitchen, and I've played around with it a little bit. And it's kind of nice. I can mirror my... Fire tablet that I have to the uh, the fire stick, uh, and so I can either use it. You know, basically you mirror it, or you can send video from the tablet to the uh, to the stick, or you can use it as a. And it's got a little remote with it, so you can use it like a regular, um, you know, TV box or whatever. Uh, I played around with it some. Uh, it seems to be pretty good. You can play games on there. Um, I don't know that. You no, know, you can't do. Uh, Minecraft on that. You could do it on the Fire TV box that they have, but not the stick. And I did get a game for my tablet, Farm Simulator uh, 15. Uh, basically, you simulate a farm on there. It will run on the Fire stick, but I think in order to do it, you have to buy their separate game controller to use it with there, and I don't know if I want to necessarily maybe go down that route, especially now if I start thinking about doing a, you know, the Xbox or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um... You know, and the fire stick, and I should sit down and, you know, see if it meets the wife approval standard here, whether she can use it or not.
3: Yeah. Yeah, everything's got to pass the wife approval standard, that's for sure. That's why I can't go more complicated than a a Bose setup for my main stereo system because Gretel wants to use it. And look, the Bose sound, I I love it anyway. It's it's nice, but I'd like to go a higher end model. Um, And I just can't because if I go higher end, it's got more functionality. This one I've currently got has got power on and, and, of course, power off, mute, and volume up and volume down. So well, see, it's, it's absolutely perfect.
2: That's what I'm hoping about the Xbox is that if it's the all-in-one because you feed your cable TV through it, uh, it's got an overlay. So if it, it's that one that will do everything so she doesn't have to be switching inputs, although I do have a... Um, uh, harmony, uh, Logitech Harmony remote upstairs, which does take care of switching stuff, but then you still have to, you know, get used to the interface or whatever. And if it's all maybe together, because that was a, a disappointment I had because I got a Google TV box, uh, and I do like the way that it works, but it is a Google thing, so that means that it's not exactly always usually user friendly or, uh, you know, intuitive. And, and the hardware was a little. Janky. It will freeze up once in a while. It will kind of. And she got mad, and we quit using it. But the that the idea of that is again, everything goes through there. And so if you um, and uh, I guess you could. Well, not with the box I have, but there was some that you had the voice recognition, like the Fire Stick has. So you could say, I want to watch, like, say, American Pickers, and it'll say, it's here on streaming, it's on, uh, on this channel, or coming up on this channel. Uh, and it'll give you all your options and uh, different things, where you can stream it, where you can rent it, all this kind of stuff. And, that one, hey, Mike, like, you,
3: you actually remind me of one of the guys from American Pickers. Oh, Frank? Yeah, Frank. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I wish I was I'm Mike, the watching, handsome I'm
3: like,
2: oh, looking Mike. One. <laughs> yeah, Sort of, I can see it. So Mike is uh,
1: Frank, but he's not Frankie's Mike.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. Mike is Frank. He's, he's hey. Frankie, but not Mikey. My, Mike can be pretty frank sometimes. So, so anyway.
3: So who are we, who are we talking to now? Because I'm confused. Is it Michael
2: Frank? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. You're right. Sure. Well, the, you make this sound like that's a new uh, new situation. There, I thought you were always pretty much confused.
3: Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm just trying to be frank
2: today, Mike. Okay. You're trying to be frank with Mike. Yeah, okay. That's cool. That will work out real well. Surely,
1: surely you can't be serious.
2: <laughs> no, I have an Uncle Shirley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I do. That's another story. <laughs> anyway.
1: And you're sticking to it. Yes. Um, anyway, so I think, I mean, we all we all three, I think, are sort of lusting towards the Xbox One. Are any of us anywhere close to pulling the trigger on it?
3: Uh, You know what? If it's... If it's a good price, I mean, at the moment, they're still quite expensive, and, you know, we've all got families and commitments and that, so we've got to take that into uh, into serious regard as well. But, um, it, it, look, it wouldn't take me much. I'm, I, I love the Wii U as a, a gaming console, but at the same time, there's a lot of games that it just doesn't have, because third-party developers aren't supporting the platform, and... You know, so it's like it's great for the kids, but for me, it's like uh, okay, I don't really know if I want to play another Mario game again. Um, they're fun, they're great, they're challenging, but I I want some of those adult games that just make you go wow. And
2: well, yeah. and let let's throw one more thing into the mix here is if you get the uh, I think it's the Xbox Live, uh, then you can do online gaming. So if we all That's- got the same game.
3: Yeah, we can all play that. I mean, that's super cool. That, that's really Xbox have got the multiplayer down pat. The only problem I've got is it's all paid for. You know, you've got to pay for Xbox Live. You've got to pay if you right. got PlayStation. You've got to pay for their network now. Whereas Nintendo still offers uh, the free um, networking. You just you just need the Nintendo ID. Um, but again, I guess if you want to play the games that you want to play and enjoy the experience to the full. You've just got to suck it up and say, well, you know what? That's just part and part of, you know, owning the Xbox experience is that I need to pay for, for that access every three, six
2: or, or 12 months. Yeah. I was looking at the price here, United States price. Um, the goal, uh, Xbox live gold for one month is nine ninety nine, Or if you get a year's worth, it's $60. Um, yeah I don't know and I uh, and I'd have to see what all goes with the uh, what all the benefits are I guess you get uh, free games with it and discounts on games
3: uh... yeah so I don't... the thing the thing thin is like I'm, I wouldn't buy the digital uh, downloads unless they were exclusive anyway because I've gone as you know back to physical media um, it, it's more. What, yeah, what can you do with with the live? And if it's only the multiplayer game, well, you know, it doesn't really matter that much unless you want to play that type of game.
1: And, yeah, um, and I'm not into the... I don't need to get my ass kicked by somebody I don't know.
2: Yeah, Well, I can...
3: <laughs> you, you, you did that in Mario Kart enough, and it's embarrassing enough. It's, it's like you're the champion on your own console, and then once you go online with lag and everything, especially from Australia, it's just hopeless because we we've got really pathetic servers yeah. out here,
2: well, yeah, and then I was telling uh, Kevin, I think while we were waiting for you to come back that um, or maybe this was before you came on that um, Xbox music had some deals where they had unlimited el they had they were giving away some albums, and some of it was like. Eagles and Led Zeppelin and quite a few mm-hmm. that I listened to. They had about a hundred free. Uh, they still have a few left. That was a holiday special they were running. Then they had some uh, box sets. So I now have some music in Xbox, and I think you can upload. I think you can upload your music there too. Um, mm-hmm. But then that's another service that you're paying for, and I'm not seeing what that is right off the bat here now.
3: I, I guess the question is, like, if you've got other Windows experiences, other Microsoft experiences like a Windows PC or like a Windows phone, can you then take that music and have it streamed to your other devices or is it only on the Xbox unit?
2: No, it's got uh, – like I said, I'm just figuring this out as we go along, but they do have an app Mm. on the App Store. They got one on the Google Play Store. Um, So, you know, um, and – you know, we were talking about Amazon. I do have Amazon Prime Music, where you can un- uh, download, uh, you know, albums from their whatever. W- with you, with a Prime membership, you can download all the music that you want from their store and listen to it without having to buy it. But mm-hmm. my problem I've been having with that is I haven't found a good way. Let's say I download a playlist. I can't figure out how to delete the music from that playlist without going through song by song, and getting rid of it. So what I end up doing sometimes is just deleting the whole stupid app downloading the app and then downloading new music, which is kind of a clunky way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm li- looking for that thing that would give me... Because i got to be able to download it. I can't stream it at school when I'm there working. Uh, mm-hmm. So I need something that I can download. I can get a lot of music to. Hopefully I can get my wife interested in listening to it. So, um, uh, Again, I'm trying to find that experience that uh, if it's good enough, I don't mind paying for it. But I we'd mm-hmm. have to see how it works
1: well the yeah. the I don't know again you know my music thing is a, a whole different ball of wax Mark belittled me although I will have to say I am considering buying the new ACDC album that just came out
3: uh, I got an opinion on that
1: I don't want it the,
3: uh... <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me just put it this way I love Oso Doso I've got every album that they've ever released yes I will buy the new album um, I have listened to it about three times now and my quick review is they should have retired after Black Ice and the major world tour that they did in uh, 2008, 2009 and so forth. It just isn't vintage ACDC and it, it's more like, ACDC have their hits and then they've got their, their misses and it's one of their misses. It's, uh, it's good, but it's not great. It's, um, uh, look, it's, it's a little bit disappointing. I was hoping for more, but Malcolm Young's not in the band anymore, uh, and he was the driving force uh, behind the band and behind the music and the songs, and you can see it. You can definitely see that it's missing his touch.
1: Well, that's a shame because I really do enjoy ACDC when I want to listen to it. Some, but
3: Hey, it, it's still good. It's just if you haven't got Black Ice yet, and I don't know if you do, Kevin, but no. get Black Ice. Black Ice is their killer album, I mean, it's just amazing. This one, I don't know, maybe it'll grow on me, but right well, at this point in time, it's not quite there.
1: See, around here, Black Ice is something we don't want because if you drive on it, then you <laughs> end up you end up having lots of problems. <laughs> yep. So, uh, but anyway. So, all right, so we're all in favor of the Xbox. Now, that, Absolutely. that leans over to another thing. Mike said that if he got an Xbox One, he would probably get rid of his Roku, which just breaks my heart to think that you would get rid of a poor little Roku. Well, I wouldn't get rid of it, but I might move it somewhere. Well, now, do you have the Roku box, or do you have the Roku
2: stick? I got the the Roku 3, the box.
1: Okay. I mean, I dearly, Mark knows this, I dearly love my Roku. I wouldn't trade it for anything in this world. Um, It's a much better experience, at least from what I know of the Apple TV than the Apple TV, it lets me do so so much more. Um, so, it, you know, if if you got this as a streaming device, what other streaming devices would you want, or do you want any more? Do you want this? I don't,
3: I don't think you want any more. I mean, this, this is what I look at all the time: is how can I simplify stuff because we've got so many different devices, and you guys in the states, of course, have a, a lot more than we do. But there's so many devices, and there's only so many hours and the day and it's like I I think you've just got to go and and choose your platforms and choose what's on it that you actually want to enjoy and and want to watch because otherwise um, you're going to have boxes sitting there collecting dust and Mm. I don't know I just if it's for one show a week or something then it's like "Eh, no I'll just sell it and and move on and see stuff like that because we don't have a lot of streaming services if, if there was you know a couple of things I really want to see instead of getting the the actual unit uh, for that network, for instance, I'd just go on the Apple TV and just buy the TV series, for instance. Um, So that's the way I kind of do it. Um, Just so so that I don't have five devices.
2: Well, I'm... uh, Okay, Kevin has an addiction to USB drives. I have an addiction to uh, gadgets. Um, And I'm looking to see... The Android TV, if they've come up with one device, but that one doesn't appeal to me. I'm looking for the, because all that is is just another uh, internet player device. I'm looking for the one that will uh, take your TV, run it through there. You can do a search. Much you know, like the Google TV should have been if it had better hardware behind it and uh, easier to use interface. Uh, I'm looking for that thing that I can plug in there and you know, let's say we want to watch a TV show want to find a movie or something like that and it'll go through and search through live TV it'll search through uh, uh, Netflix, Hulu, uh, all those uh, it'll show you what's for rent what's for purchase uh, and just put the options there so you can see it and pick from whatever you want um, You know, and you know, you know a- what
3: I'm hearing Mike you're, you're up to the, the one machine to do it all and I think we've already hit it on the head where it's the Xbox One it, so it sounds like it has most of that functionality. Yeah.
2: yeah, it does. That's why you know, at night, and I hadn't really thought about uh, you know that kind of gaming much. But you know, after doing the uh, our episode of Sci-Fi Tech Talk tonight and looking at the Halo uh, movie, um, mm-hmm. and then start uh, oh, and is that then, is that any good? Because I haven't seen that. It's pretty good. Um, well, you can listen to our show and find out what we really think about it because we did spend a good hour talking about and the, all the different kind of stuff. And we were, you know, kind of surprised because I thought, you know, a movie by the video game, woo-woo. Um, but for the most part, we thought it was pretty good at the beginning. And then you kind of, well, let's just say if you played the Halo games, it made a little more sense. Uh, mm-hmm. But even, uh, and none of us actually, no, none of us are console gamers, none of us knew much about Halo, but we still was able to enjoy the movie. We still, there was a couple places where, you know, maybe some prior knowledge would have helped, but it really didn't spoil the experience very much. Uh, and mm-hmm. so we thought it was pretty good, but it just seeing the depth uh, of, of that story uh, and how, uh, you know, or everything that's involved in it we're kind of going wow this seems kind of interesting so by the time we were done we were all three of us were you know thinking I don't know how many of us may actually do it but we were at least going well you know Xbox maybe you know Halo that could be something interesting so you yeah, kind of got us happily. to thinking Yeah, and then once I started looking, uh, you know, I thought, and I should try branching out into some of the, because my son will play, uh, he's played, you know, World of Warcraft, he's done, I think, Call of Duty, um, 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 Grand Theft Auto, a lot of those kinds of games, so he does do that, uh, and he's got a PlayStation, but... Um, you know, I thought maybe I could branch out and try some different styles of games. Now the problem is, some of those games are expensive. I mean, compared to other stuff, so you'll probably want to pick and choose, and probably not have a vast library. But you know, if you can find some stuff, find some sales. Um, I don't know if used games um, are much of a thing anymore, but you know, oh yeah, you,
1: they they still are definitely. Like if you go to EB Games or GameStop or someplace like that, you can get the yeah, you can get a lot that, of used games. That,
3: yeah, that's their big business out here, or the used games, just purely because they make so much margin because they pay so little when you trade them in.
1: So yeah, they, it is a good business, and I don't know, you know. Of course, you have to wait; you don't get the games right away that way. You, you know, you're right. gonna, you're going to run behind by a month or two. But for most people, like myself, that's not going to make a hill of beans difference if it's, you know, if I'm a month or two
2: late getting some game.
3: Right, yeah. And, I, I don't. I don't need to have the latest and greatest either. I prefer to wait for a better price.
2: Well, and you know, and, and look for because they got the um, Halo Master Edition, uh, which is, uh, I think, four the four games or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's for I think it was sixty dollars. Five games, husband. isn't it? I think, uh, I maybe think it's it is five, five games, Mike. Yeah, and for sixty bucks for five games, that's not that bad. I don't think. Um, nah, no, no, it's pretty good. Yeah, so, you know, things like that. And, you know, if I was... Well, you can get uh, a month of Xbox Live free, so I could try it out and see if it would, you know, maybe do it for me. So I could try it out and see if that is something, because then you get uh, access to free games and some other stuff. So uh, I'd have to see if that would be uh, worth it for me. But I'm, you know, seriously starting to consider that, so...
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely an attractive option for a lot of different things. and I mean, if I could, I would probably move my Roku if I put it, but I've still got the Wii U. I've still got my TV will do streaming and stuff like that. And then I've, I've even looked at some of the Blu-ray players, and most of the stupid Blu-ray players are now streaming devices too. I don't want that in my Blu-ray player. I don't understand why I need it.
3: Well, it's not really in the Blu-ray player, though. It's just combining everything in the one shell, I guess. And I I think what's really key with those types of devices, Kevin, is that you've got the option to... Well, not really the option, but the user interface allows you all the flexibility you need uh, to access everything really quickly and really easily.
1: Yeah, I I like that.
3: Just think how hard it is to actually switch source devices. Well, it's easy or easier to switch sources on on xbox
1: yeah that's true that's why i say that makes more sense to me than buying a blu-ray player that then has all that crap in it yep so that's 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 where i come down on that side of things Mm
2: -hmm. and like i said i want something that'll feed the tv through it so uh, yeah, so you don't have to be switching inputs. So then, like I say, maybe Deb could sit down and she could uh, be able to use it and watch some of this stuff. Because I don't want to. Even though with the Harmony remote, sometimes that thing gets a little janky once in a while and doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Uh, but if it was all in one and it would be simple to operate, and if you could maybe even use voice commands once in a while, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm talking myself into this. So, I don't know. I, I think it, I think it's worthwhile.
1: I, I really think Mark or Mike has talked himself into it. And frankly, as Mike is talking to me, Frank, and Mike to Frank, that he should just go ahead and order one tonight.
2: I but think Kevin so. made me do it. Deb, Kevin that's, that's made right. me. Yeah. And Mike encouraged him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he right. held a virtual gun to my head and told me I had to do it. Okay. It's your fault, Kevin. That's You're right. the ass here.
1: All right. I'm good with that in this case. There you go. In this case, I'm good with that. Well, all right, folks. I think we've kind of come to uh, the conclusion for this week's show. Uh, I appreciate uh, Mark jumping in here and being our mobile podcaster, so to speak. Um, That's
3: that's all right. And the the weather report's got bad, again, because I've got thunderstorm and and lightning coming down. And
2: I'm out in it, so yay. I was enjoying the sound of it.
1: Get a large metal uh, rod and hold up above it, it, your head. It's kind of comforting. Yeah, well, I've already yeah. got that. It's called an umbrella. Oh, I thought well, it was umbrella. Well,
3: it's an umbrella right now.
1: <laughs> it's a brolly later on. Oh, brelly. Excuse me. Brolly. No, brolly.
2: Brolly. You see, Mark, that the sound of the thunder uh, and the rain, that uh, was calming and soothing to me. Because unlike Kevin, who likes that evil, nasty white stuff, um, <laughs> I like the sound of rain and thunder and warmth rather than cold, freezing, uh, dying uh, kind of winter stuff. So you made made you me go. feel better. Fantastic. You you warmed his little cockles
1: there, the little cockles of his heart. Oh, that's oh. On my heart, thank <laughs> <goodness>. you. <Okay. laughs> and, add- and on
3: that note, Kevin, I'm I'm, I'm going to go because the kids are all coming out now. So uh, I shall catch you guys next time.
1: Thank you, Mark. Yep. Bye. Uh, my pleasure. Bye, bye, guys. Bye. So, yeah. So anyway. So yeah, folks, we've had we've had mobile podcasting. You know, Mark walking the streets of uh, Australia and his local town and going Mark's up the
2: street walker. Yes, Mark's a street walker. Oh, that's more disturbing.
1: And if you want to find out anything about Mark, you can always head over to uh, markgreentree.com dot com and uh, find out links to everything. And of course, you can go over and listen to the fine episode of a fine episode of NAP, his podcast, which I was on the most recent episode, I think. Yep. Was it Okay, I couldn't remember yep. which. Uh, it was a recent one. I just couldn't remember if it was the most recent one. So go over and have a list of that. Mike, do you want to give everybody a, an idea of where you can be found if they don't know already?
2: Yeah, if you missed the subtle suggestions about Sci-Fi Tech Talk over at sci com, there's that. Uh, and then I can be, you can follow me on Twitter at dsc chipman And uh, the other things that I do, I have an about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K
1: yes it's a double e and yes. just and just like mike <laughs> he has double e's i have double l's so le <laughs> so that's it. never mind we're not going to get in there right? anyway so if you want to find out more about the show head over to geekiestshowever.com uh leave us a comment or you can always leave us a review in itunes and i need to go in and check but i last time i checked we hadn't gotten any new reviews uh But if you want to find out more about me, you can always find me on Twitter. I I seem to be there a bit more of late. Uh, It's twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, and that's Alder with two L's, you can find me there. So, folks, we thank you for listening and thank you for uh, joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Send us any feedback you'd want. We'd love to have it. But please... Please remember one thing. Between now and next week, if you do nothing else, hug a geek. Hi, everyone. It's Guy from the MyMac.com
0: podcast, and I'm here to tell you about the show. I wish Gaz was here, but apparently he's too busy, so... Hey, hold on a minute. I'm right here. What are you going on about? Well, I was about to cut a promo, but you always seem busy doing other things. Okay, now you've cheesed me off, so I'm turning you into a chipmunk. (laughs) Sure, like you have the power to do that. What did you just do to me? Like I said, I turned you into a chipmunk. Now be quiet while I do the promo. Why do I have a sudden craving for lettuce? The MyMac.com podcast is a fun look at all the goings-on in the Mac world. We involve the listeners in a show to talk about what's important to them and interview people who do amazing things with their Macs and iOS devices. A carrot might be nice. You can contact us via Facebook, Twitter, Skype, as well as email. I have an urge to climb trees really fast. Shh! Find us in iTunes by searching under MyMac. You'll find us and a lot of other great shows all under the Stoplight Network. Hey, I can scratch behind my ears with my foot. If you promise to be good, I'll change you back. I don't know. I'm kind of digging the fur. The MyMac.com podcast. Done by a Brit and apparently now a chipmunk.